Hello and welcome to The Story Pilgrim. Now, I've consciously taken out the episode number, because it doesn't matter, does it? But I don't think so. Well, anyway, we shall see. Now, before we get on, if you haven't already followed this podcast, liked it, rated it, reviewed it, please do so at your peril. No, that's not right, is it? No, just, it'd be great if you could. Thank you. Phoenix, Arizona. Now, some would say it's the golf capital of the world, the spring training central. Yeah, that's a baseball reference. Gateway to natural wonders, hotter than the sun, and many, many more. As you know, I love to hike. I love nature, and Phoenix, Arizona has great hiking and a heap of nature. Now, it was Christmas Eve, it was warm, and this morning I got up particularly early to make a relatively steep hike. Now, I should apologise for the heavy breathing. Well, good morning. I am in Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm just about to do... Well, I've already started. A little walk that I've done before, when I was here before. I hope I get it right. It's called Piestra Peak. Um, now it's in the Phoenix Mountains, which is quite close to downtown Phoenix. It's only like a 15-20 minute drive. Uh, Piestra Peak is the second highest mountain in the Phoenix Mountains. The first being Camelback Mountain. Most people walk up Camelback. But it's 5.15 in the morning and it's pitch black and we're walking up this to to see the sunrise now it's also the third largest peak in Arizona and uh, Piestra it's named after the first female Native American who was killed in action uh, during, I think, I want to say it was the Iraq conflict in something like 2003, I think. Um, so quite a, a fitting monument to a brave woman uh, who was serving her country and literally her, her country. Um, so yeah, we're going to walk up it. It's it's only about should take us about an hour. Uh, sunrise isn't till seven twenty nine today. So long so long as we're up there, it's a very popular route. So very popular to come up for the sunrise, and it's uh, Christmas Eve. So maybe this is like a Christmas tradition for some people. Um, I'm not sure it will become our Christmas tradition, but uh, there we have it. So, I'll check in with you later. This reminds me of my Table Mountain climb, although Table Mountain was much more than this. I mean, it was warmer, it's a lot more longer and uh, 
Would it be steep? Yeah, definitely steeper in places. Um, but just as uh, challenging and uh, certainly gets your heart rate up and moving. Uh, the sun is already, it's only 6.35. Sunrise isn't until 7.29. But uh, you can already see that orange glow the day being prepared by the sun. So it's still like 50 minutes before the sun is up, but you've got that wonderful orange glow going through yellow, green to blue. And it's a very clear night, so I can see the North Star very, very clearly. Uh, and then there's a factory down in the, the Phoenix Valley that's uh, churning out some sort of smoke, but the smoke is rising and then seems to hit a, a level of some sort and then just sort of like mushrooms out. So it's as if the smoke is not being allowed to go above a certain height. It's quite quite interesting effect. My heart was certainly working overtime during this morning's hike, but it certainly was worth it. The views were already stunning. Light was beginning to creep in, warming the night into the day, producing all colours of the spectrum. So we are still got quite a bit of way to go, but uh, you get a great view uh, looking south now, down towards the South Mountains, which is on the south side of Phoenix. You see all the Phoenix there in all of its twinkling glory. Like I say, those oranges and yellows are getting deeper as the sun is getting closer to popping its head up over the horizon. Nice little workout. As we're nearing the top, uh, like I say, you get a great view all the way around. Uh, still on the south side of the Piestra Peak. So you get a great view of Camelback, which I think is, that's the highest in the Phoenix Mountains. And it's the most popular one to go up. It's not as steep of a climb as this one. Um, but yeah, it's the more popular one. And as the name suggests, it just looks like a camel's back. It's just a hump. So we have uh, made it to the top and uh, Ken is up here. He's a Japanese gentleman that's walked up this peak every day for about the last three years or something like that. And you might be able to hear in the background him playing his flute. Uh, over the, the coughing and the spluttering and there's also a group up here I can't remember which was sat closer to uh, called what were they called can you remember Dirtbag Gypsies who was it Dirtbag Gypsies Dirtbag Gypsies I think we think who uh, who <laughs> go walking every week and they've brought uh, tacos pastries and porridge up to have breakfast um, so I'm going to walk over and have a listen to Ken a little bit more. He'll be playing his drum as the sun comes up. 
Uh, and I asked him last time whether this is more of a ritual or performance. And uh, he said, that's a good question. And didn't really answer it. So maybe we'll have a chat to him later. <laughs> the Dirtbag Gypsies had an amazing setup at the top. Food, drinks, and even a decorated Christmas tree. Amazing. I climbed over to be nearer to where Ken was. Ken Koshoyo. Japanese, but he's lived in America for quite a while now. For the past four years, he's walked up Piestra Peak every morning with his drum and other musical instruments to perform his ritual to the sun, sky and earth. I recorded it this particular morning. It does deserve to be played in full. So sit back, listen, feel, imagine the sun coming up to this accompaniment from a person who is truly in tune with the environment, its importance and power.
What an amazing way to start the day and to say thank you to nature. Um, really hard to describe what um, <clears throat> that is that Ken is doing up here. Uh, as the sun was coming up there, he played Amazing Grace, as you would have just heard. And there's no words to describe, really, what he's just done. Uh, as the sun came up, it's quite a cloudy morning on the horizon this morning. Um, but the colours and the way that the light just hit the clouds gave this wonderful orange glow and it was just absolutely beautiful um, Ken's now doing an applause to the north, the south, the east and the west starting with the east and applauding the sun, the sky the earth back to the sun But as you look around, you can see the sun hitting the surrounding mountains that we have and uh, just gives that warm, reassuring glow. Very special. It was an extraordinary moment. A moment that will stay with me for a very long time. One that can't really be replicated on here or ever. The next time I do go up there, if there is a next, I'll be a different person. Maybe more connected, I hope. I went and thanked Ken. I asked him, is this a ritual or a performance? I mean, in me, it's more like a personal and a prayer yeah. ritual. Yeah. But for all of them? Yeah. I'm an entertainer. Yeah, so yeah. I know how to share with people. To share with people. Yeah. So yeah. that's a different way to explain. Yeah. Know? But uh, because, to be honest, like amongst whoever, like even like, you know, the Dalai Lama. Yeah. He's icon to share. Yeah. You know his kind of a, or their way of the love and peace. Yeah. But from some people different way to see yeah you know they just want like a commercial <laughs> yeah or well, they just want to have tacos right right exactly so right so I mean yeah. again so having tacos itself is also really important but yeah if you want to have something sacred yeah it's a little different exactly right. no exactly so I think you know what you do maybe for yourself but still if it's in published or in public it, Still, you have that kind of a, your way to communicate with outside of you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because if you utilize some, you know, even my case, melodies or some beats, your case, words or any, you know, different kind of, a, even languages. Yeah. English, French, Japanese. Yeah. People feel differently. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. No, it was a beautiful morning. No, it is beautiful. Great advice. What you do for yourself is important. Everything has a purpose. I'm so grateful and appreciate all that Ken does. Is. We headed off back down the peak. On this trip, I had some company. My better half, Lucy. How was that? Yeah, that was 
intense. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely worth the um, the sunrise at the end. That was amazing. And I am I am not an experienced walker by any means. And for me, it felt like a real uh, mental challenge, I would say, particularly going up. Just mm -hmm. having lots of thoughts of thinking, I can't do this. Really, really struggling. Not even really physically, just mentally. Mm -hmm. Physically as well, but I think my mental state was really holding me back and making me doubt what would be possible, but yeah, feeling very accomplished. <laughs> well, so say, how, what, how do you feel now after you've done it? I feel really, uh, I, yeah, I feel really good. Um, glad you did it. Yeah, we're so <laughs> glad I did it. I think, I think in a way it was good that I didn't know the some loud Americans <laughs> yeah I think in a way because I didn't know that much about it in terms of how how difficult it was going to be I think had I known more I would have found it a bit daunting mm -hmm. but I thought let's just you know we're only here for a short time so yeah let's just do it better getting into it how is it for you doing it second time around Oh, look at you, you little interviewer. <laughs> it's nice. It's good. Yeah, that was a really lovely sunrise. For me, that was just very... The first time I came up, I, and I knew that Ken was going to be up here, I was just like, ah, why would you do that? Why would you come up and spoil people's experience? Mm -hmm. You know, I felt like he was imposing his, his agenda, because I've talked about that, before um, on on other people but but very quickly on experiencing it the first time I was just like oh no this is cool mm -hmm. and this time I kind of didn't have that initial ah why are you doing this I was just like okay this and you know I knew what to expect so I was like okay this is gonna be cool and then as the Sun I mean he times it perfectly he time he started playing Amazing Grace just exactly mm. as the as the sun you yeah. could see the sun and even it wasn't coming up over the horizon it was coming up over the bank of clouds I and think it was what very it does really adds to it yeah exactly it enhances the whole experience doesn't it yeah it, it I found because um, I I was sort of sat on my own for a little bit just taking it all in and I I could have cried like mm -hmm. it's I think it's a combination of the exertion and the like feeling of elation that you've done something that I personally was not sure if I could do and then just seeing something so beautiful and just yeah something that we never really see yeah and in such but it happens place. Every, but it happens every day yeah I mean not necessarily can be in there with it but he, I mean for the last four years he pretty much has done it every day yeah but yeah it's there every day this thing happens every day and we're lucky enough to be able to experience it just this one time, this mm -hmm. one day, you know. Yeah, you sort of wonder how, how he feels about it, you know, having done it now so many times. Is it still special for him? Does he still yeah. get the same feeling when he does, you know, when he I goes through the ritual of doing <clears throat> it? We have driven up to Sedona and we are in Red Rock County and you can absolutely see why it is called that 
we uh, have parked the car up and we're not on the actual proper trail yet we're walking up to it and the ground is very clay very red hence red rock the mountains around us have layers of red rock red rock and more whiter rock and we're walking up a, a riverbed um, which is just solid red rock it's absolutely stunning epic I think was the word that Lucy used and uh, again I will be blogging about this and there'll be photographs on there of this but with a contrast of the blue sky and the red rock and then there's so many different types of trees and cactuses that it really is uh, it is epic isn't it you can speak oh you want me to say <laughs> yeah no, it's amazing so like you can imagine the water coming down here can't you with yeah. the steps yeah, you can see the, the route that it would take. Yeah. And then there's these trees which have like a very bright green. Um, not actually sure. We're not on a trail here. We're just sort of kind of walking. <laughs> Careful of the cactuses. Kind of walking. We can see the trail up there. There's people walking along it. We haven't kind of hit it yet. I kind of, I don't know if we're walking along like animal tracks, I mean that would go up the river, we need to get up there somehow, so I'm going to cut around, because uh, the official car park only had, I don't know, maybe like 30 or 40 car park spaces, so it's midday, so it's very, uh, very full so we've parked up on the on the the main road and uh, find ourselves I think we've hit this river bank and that's kind of throwing us off our trail we were on the trail but now we're not um, okay we'll figure it out we did figure it out how do I describe Sedona? Epic is a good word. A red rock sanctuary where a mystical energy and natural beauty converge. We were deep into a landscape that was unfamiliar to us. We're making our way towards Devil's Bridge. I believe we are on the right road now and the, some, these trees are just stunning with like there's one here it's like almost a fluorescently yellow into the bark and how it strips away the silver bark stripping away and the other one's very silver bark pulling away from the red bark redness of the tree which obviously is taking the minerals from the from the ground causing its uh, colour. Oh, we have a, we have a, 
a way marker. So here we go. We've got like several different places that we can go to. Devil's Bridge via road. Devil's Bridge via trail. Chuck wagon. So do we want to do Devil's Bridge via trail, yeah? You reckon? So that's that way. Yeah. Where are you going? What's it say? Okay. Where are we? Does it say, does it go, where's the we are here? You are here. Oh, we could be anywhere. Chimney Rock, Dry Creek, Red Rock, Secret Mountain Wilderness, <laughs> Devil's Bridge. So I think we're somewhere up here, Devil's Bridge Trail. Morning. But it does, it feels like you're walking through somebody's garden. It just feels very well cultivated. The trail is, this is obviously a very popular trail, so it's very clear. And there's a couple of mountain bikers there that just went past us. So, but immediately off the trail, it's all very, it's the desert, isn't it? So there's not much, um, there's a lot of growth, but there's not much in the middle. So you get tree, earth, cactus, rock, wiggly stuff, other stuff. It's all, uh, there's all, and so many different varieties of cactus as well. Um, and there's these trees here with these bright white berries on them. Like I, I constantly keep saying to myself, I need to learn more of nature and what what each thing is. But it's it's a cactus, isn't it? Some of them are the classic spiky ones. There's the long thorny ones. I like those ones. Yeah. There's all sorts of different vegetation. And I'm sure there's little mammals running around, snakes and stuff. And it's quite wet underfoot. If they've had rain or if it's just the dew. I think this this seems more like rain than anything. But yeah, it's uh, it's delightful, isn't it? We are still going up towards Devil's Bridge and we've walked about a mile and a half along the side and now we sort of are turning up into a valley between two very big mountains. I'm guessing Devil's Bridge is kind of at the top of this. It's not too steep at all. It's quite a gentle walk up. So I would say probably about 20 minutes away and again the scenery is just stunning it's very unique you can imagine being back here in the 1800s and discovering it for the first time I don't think it's probably it's probably not changed much at all really but uh, it's one time that I would love to have been around and you know come out discovering this place and just going do you know what 
I'm gonna stake a claim and I'm gonna settle here. Now, I mean, there's a lot of things coming along with that, with like, how do you sustain yourself? What are you gonna eat and water and all that type of stuff? But it has a, a very romantic connotation to me. I do love the old westerns uh, and the new westerns. Appaloosa is one of my favorite films with Ed Harris. I think the new remake of uh, um, The Magnificent Seven was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I do like a good western. And so I think this is why this kind of appeals to me, very much so. So I've just been really, today as I've been walking up to Piestra Peak and as we're on a, nearly there now to Devil's Bridge, um, haven't really spoken about a theme but what I spoke to about with Ken regarding a uh, ritual, etc. Or right here now. Right here. It's right here. Um, and rituals, habits, what would you call it? What do you, uh, what do you call that? Um, right, we're at the bridge now and it just is... Wow, that's quite surprising how that's actually a thing and holding up because it's, uh, it's just one piece of rock going all the way through. It's got a crack right down the middle. That doesn't look very safe. Uh, but obviously there's people, so there's a big long line of people waiting to have their photograph of them on the actual bridge. I don't think we need to wait for that. Um, but that's quite spectacular. It doesn't span, it's sort of like, it's the side, side of the cliff and it's, uh, you can hear all the people waiting, excuse me. Um, you can, uh, just, it's just sort of falling away, that's all there is to it really, it's pretty cool. Uh, down to the forest below. It's probably about a hundred feet or so down there. But yeah, that's pretty impressive. But yeah, talking about rituals as I'm stood up here, in habits and what you might have or might not have in your life. I'll take a picture of it. I don't know if you can actually. It's hard to tell actually if that there's an actual bridge there. But what is it? What is, what are the rituals in your life? Um, what would you say was a ritual? What would you say was a habit? Habit can be a good thing, a bad thing, a ritual. You would mainly associate that with being a good thing, I think. Um, yeah, this is pretty impressive. It's worth the climb. I don't know if Lucy would uh, agree with that or not. Let's find out. Would you say that was worth the climb? It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. It's not really that big though, is it? No. It could be bigger. <laughs> Camera's over this way. 
What is this? I don't know what this thing is with people taking photographs of themselves looking at whatever it is that they are. It seems to be an Instagram thing where they turn around and show their ass. It's like, mm, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh dear, Darren. Oh well. Piestra Peak, Sedona, Devil's Bridge, Arizona, and Ken. What a Christmas Eve. Amazing. It was a long, exhausting, hike-filled day, but one that will stay with me, with us, for a long time. I'm so lucky to be able to experience days like that. I can only encourage you to find days like that for yourself. As in previous episodes, I do not need to travel that far to connect with nature, to connect to myself. When I say keep listening, please keep listening. Thank you for listening to The Story Pilgrim. It was written and produced by Darren Hill. Original music by the amazing Anya Backer. For more information about The Story Pilgrim, please check us out on all social media. Just search The Story Pilgrim or go to our website, thestorypilgrim.com. And please make sure you sign up to our newsletter. Keep listening and buen camino.